What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to another <laughs> episode of What the Twitch, a podcast where two small streamers give you their opinions and their insights on the streaming world. Tonight, we are going to be talking about negativity and how you can combat it and handle it as a streamer. Yeah, one of the things that we as streamers will always encounter, like guaranteed, is not everybody is going to like your content. And at some point or another, you're going to get somebody that is either like legitimately not impressed with your content, has negative things to say about it, or that's just what they like to do and just cause, you know, just come in with negativity and just, you know, be uh, a troll, essentially. So how do you deal with it? There's a lot of ways. I mean, there's a lot of ways and everybody's personality on it is going to be different. The only thing that I can, the only thing that I will say is don't handle it with anger, like ever. It's just not, it's, it's not a good look and it's not going to, it's not going to play out the way you think it will. The way that I like to approach it is when somebody is acting negative, negatively towards me in any way, in any aspect of my life, I just kill them with kindness because if I if I don't let it bother me and I just keep killing them with kindness, like, oh, well, thank you for your feedback. I really appreciate it. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this, blah, 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 blah. I've learned that, one, it's easier for me to just walk away from the situation. If I get worked up about it and I get angry about it, then it's harder for me to disengage from the conversation. Whereas if I'm just like, oh, well, thanks for the feedback. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this, but it's okay. Everyone has their opinions, blah, 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 blah. I disconnect from the conversation a lot quicker. I don't let it affect me. I just move past it. Right. And that's, I mean, that's really one of the biggest things you can do is just find a way to move past it. There's, for me, there's, there's just, it really depends upon what the scenario is if there's if there's somebody that's been in my chat on a regular basis and they just they took offense to something i said um we could pull it off to a a dm somewhere just and talk it out we can talk it out there depending upon the level of respect that's demonstrated within that within that conversation uh if it's somebody that's just trying to be a troll i'll generally ignore it uh, depending on my mood, I might mock you for it, but that's, you know, that that's me on that. Uh, killing them with kindness is always a good tactic. It's just you don't want to try to meet, you don't want to try to meet negativity with negativity, uh, especially with those that enjoy it. You're just playing into their, you're playing into their hands and you're giving them the exactly the type of stuff that they want you to give. And you just, you're just better off avoiding that altogether. And I would have to agree with Connor on that. Like, let's take trolls as an example. There are people who make troll accounts on Twitch simply to get a rise out of streamers. That's their only goal. So if you don't, if you don't give them the reaction that they're looking for, they're going to move on for one. For two, you're showing your community that, hey, you know, maybe we don't act like that in this chat, but I don't have to be mean and angry and hateful about it. I can still be kind and be like, hey, look, I don't know what your intentions are here, but we really don't appreciate that in chat. Here's a warning. If you want to continue, then you will be timed out slash banned. Um, I just think that overall is the best way to approach a situation with negativity. 
Um, because at the end of the day, we are streamers. And the way that we're viewed matters, but doesn't matter in the same breath, if that makes sense. Like, like we're entertainers. One, right. One negative one negative interaction can cause a lot of backlash mm-hmm. if you handle it wrong. So there was a, I want to say a few months back, there was a streamer. Somebody mentioned that someone died in their family in their stream. He went all off about how you don't trauma dump in my, my, my chat. You don't do this. It was a huge thing a couple months ago, all over Twitter, all over in the community. It was talked about. And I just feel like had the streamer approached that differently, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. Maybe yeah, it could have easily been a non-issue had the streamer in question taken a different approach. In my in my opinion, I totally understand the idea of setting boundaries. I think every streamer should set their boundaries and set them early with people, especially new. Excuse me, especially new uh, new viewers, new chatters. You want to be able to take and establish the type of content that that, that you're uh, that you're streaming. Uh, setting the vibe, setting the setting the conditions of of your stream, and uh, obviously setting the boundaries of how you expect your chat to conduct themselves. And if somebody falls outside of that, you obviously don't want to meet that with hostility. I think that's that's one of the worst things you can do. And it doesn't matter if it's the first interaction or the fifth interaction. The second you blow your top, it's pretty much done for you. Uh, everyone's going to, it's, how does it, I'm trying to remember a friend of mine had put it one time when you do something right, hardly anybody remembers, but as soon as you do something wrong, nobody's going to forget. Exactly. People, people will always prey on your mistakes. Um, I'll, I just said, um, not allowed. Um, We've, no, oh, and then I say it right again. <laughs> Anyways, when you, and how I look at that is like, people will prey on your mistakes. They will get as much clout as they can when they when you make a mistake and it blows up big. They'll they'll follow that train. They'll be like, "Yeah, I don't like this streamer because they did this this one time." Or they'll be people in your own personal life. Like the things we're talking about doesn't just have to be in the streaming world, you guys. It's it's in everyday life. It's very much. I always tell my kids. And I think this is the philosophy that I carry the most in my home is always treat somebody with kindness because you don't know what they're, what, what they're dealing with behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and that's just it. And I drill that into my kids. Okay. The kids being mean to you still be nice to that kid because maybe that kid learned to be mean because he has mean parents at home. You don't know. I mean, you just always want to try to be the better person. I know it's not always easy, but <clears throat> as a person, you always you always want to take in consideration, just as just as Rissa had just stated, you don't know what's going on in their life. There may be some there may be some issues going on at home that that makes the person that way. Maybe the person just likes being that way. We don't really know, but it doesn't excuse responding in kind to their to their actions a situation happened last week after the podcast i won't get go into a lot of details but a situation happened 
after last week's podcast that sparked this conversation between me and Connor is um, how do we handle the negativity when it comes to like the podcast and our streams and the difference of opinions on what people think we should be doing with our content. And I really think that me and Connor just wanted to talk about it on the podcast because one, I don't think we ever really stopped to think about it until last week. Two, it's so very important when you think about it because as entertainers who have a platform, how you conduct yourself, whether you want to see it or not, people look up to that. People are there because they admire something about you. And I'd much rather be admired for being kind and sweet instead of being a bitch. Right. I mean, there's some content creators that thrive off of the conflict. They thrive off of the, uh, uh, off the negativity. That's, that's their content. It's, but it's not ours. And I know it's not a lot of other people's. So, it was kind of a. It was it was kind of interesting because I've had negative people come into my streams before, just not a lot because that's not the vibe that that I carry into my stream. So it doesn't really entertain anybody to try to be a troll in my chat, knowing that I'm not really going to take and respond to it in the way that they hope I will. And so then they very quickly move on, but it still happens. So we both kind of had sat back for a moment and said, "Hey, that's kind of." I know it doesn't happen to us a lot, but it does happen to other people. We should probably mention that and and talk about you know the times that it has happened to us and how we've how we've dealt with it. <clears throat> we talk about on especially on Twitter lately. There's been a lot of um, there's always a lot of posts. I've, I've noticed this. I, I say a lot lately, but it actually has been happening all the time. I think a lot of us are just now recently noticing it. And it was something that I, I had originally thought negatively against. That's called engagement farming. And that people are saying controversial things in order to get a rise out of people in order to take and generate a response. However, there are also people that are saying positive things and other people are coming, you know, to, to also get a response. And that's being met with both good and bad responses on that. And people's attitude towards that is reflective of your stream for the most part. It's it's not 100% the case, but I originally, when I see a lot of the stuff, I'd be like, oh, well, they're engagement farming, blah, blah, blah. But when you think about it, we're all engagement farming. It doesn't matter what we're posting on, 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 on Twitter or on Discord or what have you. We're engagement farming. We're looking for responses. Even if we don't really care how many responses that we get, the entire reason that we're even posting it is for other people to take and see that. So if somebody comes back with something negative or not what you were expecting or hoping for, and as far as a response, you don't want to, you don't really want to go trolling pack. I mean, I can be a petty person. I can, I can, I can throw some pretty good, I can throw some punches as well as I can take them sometimes, but it's something that I generally try to stay away from. I'm just not 100% good at it. Well, like Connor said, I can be a petty bitch, let me tell you. I will hit you where it hurts, and I have no remorse. But I've also, for the last two years, tried to be a better person and to heal those parts of me that want to lash out in anger and hurt. So I, I 
personally choose not to be that person anymore um for the simple fact that like i want to be positive i want to be kind i want to be a good person and i feel like the person i was before when i responded in hurt and anger and with pettiness that wasn't a true version of myself that those were my trauma responses so i've done a lot of work to stay away from those so it just wouldn't be conductive for me to act that way on stream it wouldn't be conductive for me to message people private privately in that way i think that no matter where or how the situation is handled i conduct myself the same way for the simple fact that one screenshots exist two people will use screenshots against you in any sense of the world word mm -hmm. so if mm -hmm. i'm kind on stream and i'm all like oh maybe we don't do that and then i message you afterwards being a total dick they screenshot that they're like oh she puts on this front that she's this kind nice person and here's who she really is engagement farming but you got to conduct yourself in a way where it helps kind of protect you from situations like that where somebody can't twist the story twist your words can't i mean actually people are going to twist your words no matter what you do yeah people are going to twist it anyways and the internet's forever yeah so just like i guess the point i was trying to make is if you're going to be this kind person and not react to negativity in a negative way on stream you also need to not react to negative or negativity negative in dms or private messages either pretty much just be who you are on and off stream yeah and i, I guess, couldn't agree more and i guess like a, a really good example of a situation where i have probably received the most hate i've ever received in my life um was over on TikTok actually uh, like I've said, I grew a TikTok platform way before I ever started streaming. Um, I think it was 2016, maybe 2017. I posted this video. Um, it was just me in my bedroom in a tank top. Uh, it was a slam poetry sound. Uh, I don't really remember what the sound was. Something about something. Something about a ghost or something like that. I don't know. Because the hate that I receive is is comments like, oh, yeah, because it's never the slutty girl's fault that's in her bed. Oh, it was about rape. That's what it was. Um, it's never the slutty girl's fault in her bedroom uh, looking for male attention, which I'd like to point out, I don't seek male attention. I, I'm not into males that way. I just, yeah, I think that's absolutely hilarious. Like, just because you're female, you're, autom you're, you're, you're by default uh, seeking male attention. Right. And it's just funny to me that, like, every year around this time, like, I just recently got people commenting on that post. Again, a, a video from 2016, maybe 2017. Uh, let's see. All right. So the latest comments I've gotten, uh, no lives matter till ghost lives matter. I think that one's just funny. But where was the one about how it's never the girl's fault and that they just go and screw men's boyfriends i don't remember i know what you're talking about but i don't remember everything about it yeah like it was just absolutely off the wall made me laugh oh right here 
Uh, laughing my ass off. Real women don't dress like sluts in their room. Women will stay by your side no matter what. Real women won't cheat on you. Real women won't fuck your best friend. Which made me laugh is nothing in the video is talking about real women. Nothing in that video is talking about how women cheat. Nothing in that video is talking about how women aren't faithful. And it's just like, I laugh about it. And like the comments I've put back on that video are like, uh, the other day I was like, I leave this up for the yearly hate because why not? It's, it's entertaining it's at this point. Generalization though. It's, it's, it's comical. <clears throat> right. It's and like, like, I can show you guys the video. It's I mean, maybe. it's even, I mean, it cracks me up the most because it's like, oh, we're talking. Okay, like, hang on. Okay, Discord's not going to pick it up, though. Um, <clears throat> well, the, what if uh, I played the audio on my phone? I mean, that's true. If you put it through the mic, it would. <clears throat> but I don't know yeah. how to get it to, like, show up on my camera. I think you're just going to have to link it and let people see it. That are, oh, that wait. Are in there it. we go. There we go. You can kind of see it. Real men don't rape. Oh, shit. Must have been a ghost then. Consent is sexy. Consent is a basic human right. You guys are supposed to be the adults. Real men don't rape. That's it. Video from 9-9 of 2018. Oh, shit. <laughs> Mind you, which was a trending sound back then. Has 72, 72 comments on it, and they're all hate. I know. We don't, not all men, but certainly all women, right? Such a joke. I keep knocking this shit over. <sighs> but, well, and that's just it, is it's like, I get it. Like, it, it's kind of, you know, back in 2018, People weren't so offended about everything. And I'll say it. Now, you kind of have to watch what you say. You have to do this. You have to do that. Because more people are coming to social media with what they find controversial. Mm -hmm. Which is their right. I'm not mad that people are now voicing their opinions on stuff. It's just back then, that wasn't really a thing on the internet. Nobody took the internet seriously back then. And now people what? do. That's yeah, and it's, it, it, but again, it goes it goes back to to more to the point in that it's their conduct, their conduct in your chat is irrelevant. It's your yeah. conduct in response to theirs that everyone's going to take and remember. So, how do you want people to remember you? Now, if it's somebody who is openly hostile and is tit for tat and will take on any troll, you know, and, you know, match their energy. Okay. That's your content. Uh, I don't recommend it, but you got to be cognizant of that. Cause that's going to stick. That's going to stick with you. If you decide to rebrand right. at some point, you know, had a, uh, an attitude adjustment or a revelation or some, something, and you decide, you know, I'm going to be a little more, I'm going to change this. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. I'm not going to be the negative, you know, um, horrible person that I was. That's going to be a long, that's a long road. Um, a lot of people are going to have a lot of difficulty getting past the stigma that you created for yourself as part of your content. So 
keep in mind the internet's forever. Well, and another point I want to make with this this topic is if you will let every little negative comment eat at you, you're going to be miserable. Not everyone is going to like you, and that's okay. It, it it's okay because at the end of the day, as long as you like yourself, your friends like who you are, and you're you're somebody your family is proud of ish I'm, I'm not really if i'm being honest but then it's okay um i think my happiness and my self-worth comes from me it doesn't it doesn't come from other people because if i put my self-worth and my happiness in other people's hands they're gonna drop it every time every time it's it's been a difficult i mean that's a difficult thing for 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 me personally i've known nothing but negativity for the majority of my life uh my entire upbringing and uh, it's so it's been a struggle for me and so growing up my entire teenage years even in my early adult years i was an angry person i was very easily set off i was very easily pissed all the time and it just, it was so draining, you know, at the, it's just being mad at everything for so long. And so often uh, I met my, unfortunately now ex-wife, and that's kind of when things all really started to change for me personally. I was finally with somebody that was treating me with kindness and respect. I was, you know, finally with somebody who actually cared about the things that I cared about. And I quickly realized, even well before we had a kid together, that I just, I can't maintain this anymore. I don't like this person that, that I am, but I'm really liking this person that she's showing me that I can be. And maybe it's just because I'm getting older and, you know, like they say, you know, uh, was it fine wine is better with age or something like that? I don't know. I just, I can't, I don't have the energy anymore to spend it, to, to waste it being negative and angry all the time. So change, she, she changed my attitude. And, well, and uh, I'm, I'm, I, I like to think I'm better for it. So. Well, and I can honestly say it's kind of like a catch 22 when people are like, Oh, Megan's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Because a part of me then feels like I'm getting discredited for the effort I put in uh, to get sober, to change myself, to do these things. But kind of like what Connor said is it wasn't until I got with Megan that I realized that I was putting my self-worth in the wrong areas and with the wrong people. Um, I very much, you know, Megan walked into my life when I was an addict. I didn't really care for anyone's feelings but my own. I was a very selfish and hateful person. Very hateful. I carried a lot of grudges around with me. And it was like every day that she stayed around and was like, I don't care how mad you get. I don't care that you're blowing up on me right now for something I didn't do, but somebody else did five years ago. It's fine. It's fine. I love you. And this is you. That I started to realize that like she deserved a happier spouse. She deserved someone who loved themselves as much as she loved them. 
And that's when I kind of was like, no, you know what? Therapy sounds nice. Maybe, maybe therapy ain't so bad because I probably need it. Uh, tonight was a good example. Yeah, tonight was a good example. Um, actually, me and Megan have downloaded this app that's for married couples. Um, this is not a paid sponsorship. This is just my experience on this app. But it's paired. And, like, you do little fun little quizzes and then you discuss it afterwards. Um, about, like, you, like, you answer five questions on what, like, your biggest importance is and the five answers they give you or whatever. And then you have to try to guess what they put and then you discuss it afterwards. Well, we had done that and we realized that for a lot of our marriage, we weren't working as a team. We were working individually at the wrong times. We weren't ever, like, working together on our marriage together or uh, parenting together. Um, but I, I don't think I would have ever made these revelations had I not decided, hey, I don't want to be this angry, hateful person anymore. I don't want to be an addict anymore. I want to be somebody that my kids can look up to, that my little brother can look up to. He doesn't have very many good examples in his life that my wife can be proud of. Oh, you were talking about dinner? Oh, I was not talking about dinner. <laughs> you went a lot deeper and philosophical than she was thinking. Me and the sign are going to fight you guys. I'm over it. Um, okay, oh, so just... to fill everybody in, I, I decided to make fried chicken for the first time tonight. Um, I have a lot of trauma when it comes to cooking dinner and stuff because of an ex-boyfriend. Um, so when the chicken didn't turn out perfectly, I started to melt down, um, and shut down because instantly I went to, I'm going to get yelled at. Nobody's going to like this dinner. I'm, and Megan was like, babe, it's fine. It's the first time you've made chicken. It's not going to be perfect. Turned out it was really juicy and really good. Uh, the breading just didn't really stick to it. So I don't know what I did wrong, but we will get there. Trial and error. Um, I think the lesson to be made from my story about dinner tonight, though, is even dealing with the negativity in your life, it's trial and error. So if you do accidentally slip up, and be like, nah, dude, get get the fuck out of here. We don't deal with that shit here. It's okay. Next time, be like, hey, mm -hmm. we don't really do that. Like, you're not going to be a perfect person 100% of the time. <clears throat> right. And you have to take the slip-ups into consideration. We're all going to slip. We're all going to have those moments. We're going to have times where somebody hits a nerve. It just, you know, just does. And I know we said that, you know, internet's forever and these things are going to stick with you and, that it, and, and it will, but that doesn't mean that you need to just give up on it. You know, you, you, we're all, what's, what's, what's the, what's the phrase? We all have room for improvement. We're all, we're all going to make mistakes and that's just part of being a human being. It's just winds up, the question ultimately winds up being, what kind of human being do you want to be? And then 
in regards to streaming or just internet social media in general what kind of person do you want to be to somebody who wants to be negative to you we're all going to be i mean because because again we said in the very beginning we're all going to wind up with negative uh negative input somebody eventually at some point is not going to like your content for whatever reason doesn't matter what that reason is it's how you respond to it that's important and is going to help you in your, in my opinion, in your, it's going to help you and your mental health in the long run as you continue the streaming journey. Because this streaming journey is tough. It is not easy. It is extreme. It, it can be, it can be extremely stressful. It's not stressful for everybody, but it can be extremely stressful. And so, you have to take that with a grain of salt. We're again, we're all entertainers here. We're all trying to take and do what we enjoy doing. A lot of us really take and want to become rich and famous doing this thing. And I hope you succeed at it if that's your goal. But there are going to be detractors, guaranteed. It's how do you want to respond to it? That winds up being the question. Right. And I I think that's probably the most important question to ask yourself is who do I want to be because at the end of the day that's what's important if if you try to please everybody you're going to be miserable please yourself yep trying to please everybody will guarantee that you will please nobody right and that that's something I had to learn the hard way. I used to be a super big people pleaser. Even when I first started streaming, I was trying to fit these molds that everybody wanted me to fit. And I just didn't. That just wasn't me. Um, it wasn't until I was like, nah, screw that. I am my own person. My streams are my own streams that things just kind of started falling into place for me. I, I started being happier while streaming. I made friends. And oh my goodness, it's a baby. Sorry, I got sidetracked. How been you, Kelvin? Oh. Anyways. I saved this baby's life, actually. Um, Sorry, my wife 100% derailed my train of thought. <laughs> However, uh, what was I saying? Oh, when I decided to just be myself, I just, I had a much happier time and a better time with it. And... I think that's what's important and there's going to be random kitten noises in the podcast episode and people are going to be like, what just happened? <laughs> Hi, Kelvin. Okay. Will you take Kelvin? Kelvin is not happy to be in here. Did you seriously name the kitten Kelvin? I did because, um, so <laughs> when it was my, my cat gave birth to these kittens on a kitchen chair and it fell off the kitchen chair. So in my brain, at that time we were playing Sons of the Forest a lot, I was like, oh, this kitten probably has brain damage, like Kelvin. That's amazing. That's fantastic. So, so yeah, that kitten's name is Kelvin. Connor, I had the same reaction. <laughs> What's even funnier is I'm pretty sure Kelvin's a girl. That would, that would, that would track. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now that my wife has completely derailed the podcast, <laughs> this is a prime example of 
you never know what you're going to get when you uh, listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. We are live. Uh, But anyways, the main point of tonight is negativity will come. How you react to it does matter. And you just have to ask yourself how you want to react to it. And really decide that for yourself. How do you want to be remembered on the internet? Because that's what it's going to boil down to. You yeah, know, a lot so. of our, our discoverability through streaming, regardless of which environment you use, is going to come down to word of mouth. And mm-hmm. people are either going to tell other people that you're worth watching, or they're going to tell them that you're not based on your conduct for the most part i mean there's again we go we can we can go circle you know go around in circles about trolls and all that kind of stuff that are just going to be negative to be negative but at the crux of it all 90 95 of the time it's the response to your content is going to be based on your own conduct and how you how you treat people how you how you handle your stream Exactly. With that being said, however, I think we've hit every point that we can hit tonight in this podcast. Yep. I think we're going to segue on over. <clears throat> Sorry, my little brother's been mid-Monday. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to segue on over to our small stream spotlight, which, speaking of my brother, tonight, my small streamer spotlight is going to go to my little brother. It is Neo Sans on Twitch. He just started... He doesn't have a camera or anything yet, but he's very engaging with his chat. He's in the podcast almost every week, taking our advice. He is learning. And I said Neon. Neon Sands. Anyways, Mm -hmm. he's being a turd right now. He's being negative. How are you going to deal with him? (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) Sibling love. Uh, However, I really do and would appreciate it if you guys went over and gave his stream a chance um it, it is very small at the moment and i would just love to see him grow and take this as something he he grows into he he's super excited about it and i just i would love to see him grow <clears throat> okay so my small streamer spotlight selection is actually going to go back to the beginning of our recordings it's gonna be episode three actually i called this guy out and uh, he's he's uh, he, he goes by BD Brent. He's a lot of fun. He does a lot of different things. He's really good at coming up with unique content uh, that people really seem to enjoy. And he's a lot of fun. He's really really working on on building building his following up, and I think he's doing a fantastic job of doing it. So give the guy give the guy a look. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. And we'll see you in the next episode.